had no idea that Twitter spaces had music, like, at all. So this is my first Twitter space, and I thought that um, I can dispel a few of the, well, a lot of this disinformation coming up uh, on news, social media, about uh, East Palestine, Ohio. Uh, you know, we've seen Aaron Brockovich uh, being activated on this, and I, I, let me just explain to you guys something about Class 1 Rails, and it's like, sometimes I kind of feel like I'm being punked by the universe, uh, being this bucket of knowledge to know things so well and be introduced to things in the past only to have it necessary in the future. Track warrants. Any train, even if it travels half a mile, even if it travels a hundred miles, every single stop and every single port that it passes, let's say, a train must have a track warrant. Track warrants exactly what they say they identify every single train carriage either that be just two of them on it or two miles long everything is documented from point a to point a1 a2 until it gets to its final destination now while i was just observing the news and trying to see the first press conference I noticed that the reporter that was there live streaming was arrested for doing absolutely nothing but his work and his job. He wasn't just arrested. He was treated as if he was a criminal. And then the question arises as to why they would have throttled what press, and I'm using air quotes, which you can't see, is allowed. The railways are class ones that transport a ton of things. You can have train carts that are packed to the brim with headphones. You can have them packed with food. And you can have them packed with harmful chemicals. The one thing that I observed was not understanding why they decided to actually explode tankers as opposed to salvaging the product or containing the area. And while I saw that there were claims that it was toxic and everyone keeps saying it's vinyl chloride, so maybe one of them was. It doesn't mean that the target was just that. So I'm going to go back in time to 2016. December 2016, to be exact. I had already started working on a story on some mysterious lung, you know, disease that tickled my ears a little bit that was happening overseas in Africa. They were calling it something like a a pandemic of young people inhaling chemicals of bootleg vapes. And it seemed really bizarre to me. Now, at that point in time, I was just following the story and trying to see if that would perpetuate outside of the continent of Africa, because the only such reports were coming from places like the Congo, Equatorial Guinea, uh, Ghana, certain places in Nigeria, 
It wasn't that widespread, and I didn't see any stories after that for the years to come until a few years ago, while President Trump was in office, a mysterious lung disease was hitting all our children. And it turned out it was like a vaping disease, and no one had any explanation. Well, now let's go back to 2016. In 2016, someone that used to be in my life was on a train, a class one rail train. And they explained to me that they opened the window of the engineer's caboose to get some fresh air, like they always do, to illegally smoke on the train, like they always do as long as that they can hide themselves from being seen by the cameras, because there are cameras there observing engineers and conductors on class one freight trains. The person inhaled the air, the fresh air, that was supposed to be the fresh cold air of, you know, our northern borders, and immediately felt like they were choking. They started coughing and crying it was terrible. Within 24 hours, they had a fever. Uh, they were sick. They couldn't breathe. They felt like they couldn't exhale. They felt like they were choking. So that person goes to the hospital and they see that the, the thymus is in, is, it has been attacked. Their carbon was extremely huge. The blood work showed droplets like those that you would get in a mile high city, you know? And no one had any explanation. The first indication was, oh, you're allergic. You had an allergic reaction. That's why you had a fever. It was all discombobulated. It wasn't until about almost six months later that I finally had an appointment in Colorado, in Denver, Colorado. And one of the leading specialists in the world, a PhD, Dr. Pachenko, a lot of people go to this person to solve mysteries. And that was at Jewish National Hospital. And the analysis was, we don't know. It could be RSV. It could be RADS. You're definitely not allergic. Nobody knows. And then COVID happened. And the blood work and the symptoms and the unable to take a proper breath after having been exposed to it was identical to that of the person in December of 2016 who was riding on a train. Track warrants. I obtained track warrants of that train. And it turned out that it was a train that was carrying a, a lot of things. Empty carts were what some were labeled that were carrying things like liquid anhydrous ammonia or rocket propeller fuel. What's interesting with this derailment was that they're telling everyone it's vinyl chloride, but I'm almost pretty sure that it may be something else. Now, when looking at cleaning up situations, let's say they say, well, we blew them up because they were going to blow up and it would have caused more damage. I'd say, okay, would it be safe to say that exploding anhydrous ammonia, which by the way is 
in a liquid form until it's exposed to air and becomes a gas. That is kind of like imagine when you go shopping and you get these packets, you know, to keep things dry. You eat that, you die because it'll pull the water out of your lungs. That's exactly what that gas does. So why would they take the risk of a failure in the explosions or not being able to combust things correctly with such things on a train, which leads me to believe that it's a lot more nefarious. See, one thing that I noticed while I was living in the Dakotas is that we have a lot of Canadian trains and they carry a lot of Chinese carts, lots of them. The Chinese transport things through Canada to the U.S. and vice versa. Well, one fun fact is that fentanyl is created in a certain way. It is, it could be benign. It is a drug that has to be altered in order to have the potency that we see. Now, I'm not saying it is, but I believe it was something a little bit more dangerous because chemistry and science. Because if there's one leak from another, there's another leak from another. They don't want you to know how important the cargo is to them. They're willing for you to go into conspiracy routes of killing their fish and tainting their water, which indeed seems like the case, but it's because they're hiding more. When I was observing the interviews, the constant reminder was, this is what the trains told us. And I thought to myself, why is anyone waiting for the governor to say something? Or heck, why are they waiting for anyone in an executive office in Ohio to say anything? In the area of where this happened, East Palestine, the city has great power over what goes through it. It is very important to understand that each city and each county have laws and have boundaries with uh, companies, both private and, you know, government run, on what can pass through. For example, if you don't want a train to go through your city, you can tell them that you are removing the tracks. But if you are having a train go through your city, you are allowed at any given time to demand the track warrants to see what is being put through. And so track warrants are not classified in nature. They're supposed to be an open book. And you shouldn't get just the one from East Palestine, you know, from wherever it came from. You can trace it all the way back to Canada. And then you can also demand to see who checked the cargo. This is how they find people and shoes. This is stuff Border Patrol knows. So for those of you that may listen to this or are listening right now that are in the railway industry, and or have worked Border Patrol, you know that everything I am saying is exactly correct. So the question herein lies is, why hasn't anyone pointed that out? Why hasn't anyone in the media just requested these chalk warrants? Or better yet, why hasn't any resident of East Palestine, Ohio, demanded such? And it almost seems like People have just sat back and watched this all happen 
and realize it's a distraction that can actually backfire health-wise. Because if indeed it is what I believe it is, which are components of fentanyl, because one thing people don't tell you is that fentanyl is a fantastic drug to ensure the viability of human organs. And here's a fun fact. Fentanyl, when you die and overdose from it, guess what? Your chances of becoming an organ donor have exponentially increased. Most organ donors in America last year were from fentanyl overdoses. And you know what else is funny? In China, fentanyl is used on prisoners whom they harvest organs from. So you have to ask yourself, is this just a drug? Or are we actually actively importing this via our railways? Because if it is, we're seeing a spike in it. Massachusetts already introduced legislation to offer to prisoners a reduced or even canceled sentence if they decide to donate an organ. And there are many more states that are following suit. I think California should be paying attention. So this is something that nobody talks about. We look at it as if it's just one simple drug epidemic that has all these positive things for organ brokers. Having said that, they are now disturbing the people's ability to focus. They're bringing in chaos that they believe is organized, but I can tell you it's highly disorganized. You can all see that. From balloons that are probably owned by your DOT to alleged unidentified flying objects in areas where we are training Ukrainians and Latvians to fly helicopters and other aircraft. Around our nuclear bases, closing down airspace in Grand Forks, North Dakota, which has a heavy Chinese presence. And let's not forget on the other side of Canada, we also have a Chinese military academy. China, 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 China. I feel like I'm Russia, 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 Russia. But I don't believe that's the point. The point is that we are at war. And it's not a war between one nation and another. There's a war of power between many, many people across this rock we call home. And I guess for America, as goes Ohio, so does the nation. I currently reside in Ohio. And the question should be from some people, like, why? Why Ohio? Because I can live wherever I want. Did you know that the city of Cleveland is going to be the first United Nations 15-minute city? If everything goes to plan. And it just so happened that there was an accidental derailment that nobody wanted to talk about headed right this way. I just, you know, I'm curious. Does anyone have anything to add to this? I, mean, I don't know how I'm adding people, but somebody want to jump in? I'm like looking. I don't know how to work this. 
How does this work? Do I see? Can I see? Oh, there we go. Okay. I think I've added you, Jennifer. Go ahead. <laughs> um, we can hear you. Awesome. Good. I just re-downloaded Twitter. <laughs> oh, hi, Tori. Thank you for having me up. Hey. Um, you just told us a lot there. Well, I think it's all about perspective. You know, they're pushing the, hey, the water's safe. Don't worry about it. Then we have Aaron Brockovich there, like, in a heartbeat. Then we have DeWine uh, 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 and arresting reporters. And what is it that they don't want? And, you know, other people are saying there was an earthquake and why there was a derailment. And they selectively decided to explode it. So, I mean, I'd love some thoughts here. There was also... Um Biden also said that he, part of the infrastructure was to replace, was it like 50,000 miles of pipes too? It does seem like they're trying to gain our trust in our water. Wait, what do you mean pipes? Pipes. Like, uh, he said lead pipes um, that are poisoning children's brains. Yeah, is that what his response was to the Ohio thing? Is that what you're Oh no, that I didn't was see the, any proper response. That was at the um, the State of the Union. Oh yeah, but he speaks gibberish all the time. <laughs> I haven't seen a response to the Ohio thing from him. And because that's my point. <laughs> he hides. See, that's so weird. How did they not come out with something from the White House about this? Right. True actual, true TK actual. Hey, Tor, what's up, TK? Hey, TK. You and I met at the uh, Moment of Truth Summit last year. You probably wouldn't remember me. I sent you a text or two after you gave me your number, but it's probably a burner phone. My question is, are you noticing similarities between what's going on in the, in the lower, not even the lower 48, and U.S. states and territories and how it is, it coincides with what's going on in certain places overseas. Elaborate. In which way do you uh, mean? Like in regards to the population? What? No, no, no. We'll ju I'll just stick with the, the, the prognosis, what you're saying about the train derailment and the chemical stuff, the so-called, uh, what is it, vinyl uh, cyanide or some shit like that, polyvinyl cyanide. What about the, the fact that we were just, there was stuff coming out that Ukraine's starting to use gas um, or chemical, chemical biological agents on uh, troops. I don't know if you've seen any of that. What, are you thinking that, that it could be like a chemical? I, you know, for me, I personally think looking at the flame and I was checking the colors, I think that there were liquid rocket propellants present, um, you know, that, that were on the carts, right? Because you can tell a lot from the way something burns yeah. and definitely anhydrous ammonia, but there was something there that they wanted to cover up because it didn't make sense. Like, why would you burn anhydrous ammonia? You would try to like water it down, right? And what colors? What all colors did you see? And do you, when you see that, do you do you pull up like a uh, like the the periodic table and it shows you can pull up different elements and it shows what colors they burn at and different, you know, that, that wavelength type of stuff. 
Yeah, well, it depends if I can recognize it or not, because some are very characteristic. And, you know, sometimes when you learn that information, you know, you absorb it like a sponge um, because you interact with that information. Right. But I'm not going to sit here and say what colors, because here's the thing. Um I like to sit back. I want people to see it themselves. And they can simply say, you know, online, hey, what gas looks like this? You know, you can see from the way fires behave, because I'm pretty sure I have firemen listeners, uh, fire experts that can actually take a look at it and see um, how it behaves. You can learn a lot with the little you see. But here's the other thing. If it was so toxic, like everyone says, and how Aaron just appeared out of nowhere, then why are people that were inspecting the sites not in hazmat suits, right? And then the fish, you would expect something like that to happen at first impact, right? It could be from the explosion, you know, or anything. So the question is, is this a an ecological disaster where people are comparing it to like, you know, scales that Aaron Brockovich has worked on before, or are they telling us it's that so we're not paying attention to what's really happening? And then we have the people in the middle that are talking about earthquakes and hence why it was derailed and it was all a plot. Like, these are all questions we should be asking because there's an inconsistency. So I won't say what colors I saw or what, I mean, I could just, I, I have said that I believe that there was liquid rocket propellant on that train. Like, I don't know that, but the way I saw things interact, because chemicals can interact, uh, it seemed like that was the case in the way the fire engulfed, because it's only through rockets that I've seen fire behave the way I saw it when they had the explosion. So I, I guess it would be up to uh, the person looking at it, but not on the, you know, I don't want to say like, I want to derive that, right. And say, oh yeah, that's what's happening. Um, so whatever was toxic that was on that plane, I mean, on that train burns at a low enough temperature that they felt comfortable that it was gone. If they were unprotected out there without hazmat suits. Correct, which means that it was in an area where we didn't have anhydrous ammonia because that, I think that would take more and it's usually liquid that can cancel that out or whatever but yes agreed very agreed <laughs> so it seems like the whole ecological thing may be an operation and maybe the removal of reporters and footage and instances is also done for that reason because there if you notice all the reporting is inconsistent and the things that are popping up are leading people in different directions, not one. It's Anyone a fear campaign to keep people from trying to go there. Right. But why Ohio? Why there? Didn't uh, Pat Ryderson, Pat, Pat whatever, in that Air Force base in Ohio? Oh, you mean right, Patterson? Yeah, but it's quite south. Why is that location? What about the Great Lakes? No, See, that's, yeah. I'd love to hear someone chime in. Why that location? Is it? Is that close to the Great Lakes? Uh, yes, it is. Um, my question was, um, do you remember um, a while back there were people posting photos of, like, the little Pfizer cars with, like, stickers at, like, dams and um, different, it looked like water supply basins and things? Wait, um, hold on a second. Let me rephrase that. I'm sorry. I just want to rephrase my question. Because you said it's close to the Great Lakes, which it is. 
why would it be on the border of Pennsylvania and Ohio, specifically in Columbiana County? Just, there we go. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Wind direction. West to east. What cities are there? And that's how you start to understand why they have different stories going. Because say East Palestine was tainted. Let's pretend that their water is tainted. Do they funnel water to other people? Probably not. Most of the people in East Palestine have their own private wells. So now we're talking soil, right? And it's not that near the lake where someone would say it would seep into any water supply. And, you know, off the top of my head, let's just say, south, south, I'm trying to orient myself. I think southwestish is um, that clandestine base. So... It's a very obscure location, considering it's a very small town, right? And there's pretty much nothing there. But Aaron Bronkovich appeared within, like, instantly. Wasn't the um, UFO that shot down over one of the Great Lakes as well? Yeah. I'm sorry. Yes, it was. Yes, it was. It was. But it was in the other lake, and it was near territory where the governor of Michigan is training um, Ukrainians and Latvians for over a year how to fly helicopters and planes. So that's a little bit bizarre, the whole, we're going to shoot right where we're training foreign nations to fight. But um, Wasn't that where it always happens, where they're training? <laughs> well, it's specifically, that's where they're training yeah. now. You know, because Putin isn't going to attack. He's just waiting for all of them to be well trained before he starts the war. Right. Because that's what people do when they're at war. They're just like, oh, let me wait for you so you could get more weapons and train. And then, um, you know, I'll, uh, I'll attack. I don't know. But that's a question. I, I, I'm just saying I'm poking here and I'm pointing out fentanyl has a lower rate when burned. And it need, it's a very specific component, component um, that it needs in order to be transported safely. And then if we had vinyl chloride only, which could be part of a track warrant, but not actually part of the things they were burning, because if it was, then people wouldn't be there without hazmat gear. So I'm, I'd like to, uh, who, who, um, someone was on and they left. Oh, Okay the speaker i just made and they they bounced off so those are the questions that we should be asking ourselves and i'm very disappointed that we didn't have a ufo come in the middle of the super bowl game and demand to see our leader well it's still on so. well it's not over yeah <laughs> I, I was thinking they'd let the the halftime show go and like do it at the end if they were going to do something like that because they have to get their satanic dances and all that shit on the halftime show. Well, that's when everyone's watching the most, too. You know, people that aren't interested in the game, everybody's watching the halftime show or congregated around it. Mm. Do we have anyone else from Ohio or maybe East Palestine on here? Please, if you do, ask to speak. I have a, a lot of listeners that are in Ohio, and Columbiana County has really dropped the ball on this. And I would love to see how, you know, someone would respond to that and, and do something. 
What about the fact that it's in a, outside or around a place called Palestine and you have all the stuff going on with the Israelis in Palestine? Anybody ever connect names? That's what I was saying, stuff going on over here and stuff going on overseas. Yeah, I know, I, I know what you were saying in regards to the simile. I could tell you that yesterday when I was at like this Greek community event because, you know, we're kicking off like our Easter fest. So it was like a Mardi Gras event. I was like telling people, did you guys see what happened just down the road at East Palestine? And they were like, oh, yeah, what's happening between Israel? I'm like, damn. Like nobody's paying attention in their own state. They just had a massive explosion. And out of, you know, 20 people I engaged with, not one person had heard about the explosion. That's another key factor here. I I had no idea. When they said East Palestine, I thought they were talking about in the Middle East also. <clears throat> Obviously, I figured out real quick, but <laughs> I can't find well, anything about that place besides, yeah, well, besides, like, just all they talk about about East Palestine is what just happened there. I can't, I'm looking further back now, but it's hard to find stuff about that place. I'm going to look for their, their Well, it's a little bit, website. it's a little bit west of Enron Valley, right? Um... It doesn't have much of a population. Um, the mayor's there is named Conaway. Conaway, not Conway, Conaway. And a guy named McTrusty manages the village. So it's a really tiny place. It's like a one stoplight place. So 5,000 population. Yeah. One, one, you know, like I said, one stoplight. It's a rail town. So they definitely have access to the track warrants. So the question here is, what are they covering up? I mean, aside from the fact we've had this explosion, we've got balloons and now unidentified objects, not only in the U.S., but now China claimed dead. And then Uruguay, you know, the really woke nation that they've completely, you know, they were the first ones to give free education for everyone and free abortions for everyone. And mind your words and use your pronouns first. It was the first nation that deployed it, by the way, a nation that really shouldn't exist, dependent on its history, and it has a very interesting one. So then we have all of this going on. We have aliens. We've got war in Ukraine, you know, Hitler demanding money. I mean, Zelensky demanding money and weapons, and then explosions and a Super Bowl. I'd love to hear from Lars. Good evening. Thank you, Tori. Hello, everybody. Um, so my, the angle I've been thinking about is that um, if uh, there's going to be a smart city in the States and you have Pete Buttigieg in, in the Department of Transportation or whatever, um, it's a really good excuse to say, oh, you know, our trains are failing completely and we need to, like, um, modernize, right? And uh, so maybe it's like the start of modernizing Ohio and Cleveland, you have this perfect excuse. Maybe there's, maybe it was a staged explosion. Maybe those are the materials that were in there, you know, something that can make a gigantic, beautiful explosion and then have the government come in and say, look, we have a new rail system, a new city, whatever, yada, yada, yada. That's just my thought. Well, that's interesting because the way I read DeWine's body language is like, this wasn't supposed to happen. And it seemed like it caught him off guard. And immediately we had like a CAA 
script ready. I mean, I can't believe it's like Aaron Brockovich was literally teleported. I'm just saying. Go ahead, Drew. Well, hey, Tori, it's good to talk to you. Finally, voice to voice, eh? But um, listen, I, I mean, I'm really ticked off about this thing. You know, I've lived in Ohio my whole life. Man, 49 years, going to be 49 here in about a week or two. So, you know, this is this is crazy. And I really think that it's intentional. You know, I I, I sent you that message. I, I, I'm for real. I think that this popped off intentional. This was a perfect area, you know, especially given its proximity and runoff area to the Ohio River. This could be something that impacts multiple states, multiple cities, you know, and the food supply is in danger. The, um, the people obviously are in danger because this is a chemical that can cause, you know, cancer across the board. I mean, this is just sinister, the whole way that it went down. And then, my gosh, the, the ecological effects, I mean, the soil may be forever ruined. I'm just, God, there's so much to this, and I'm just so mad right now. <laughs> oh, no, and, and, and I feel you. You know, people are not, you know, looking at the nuances. We don't know if that's the chemical. That's what they said, right? You don't know this, and why would you burn that? And then after burning it, why would you walk around without protective gear? Tori, I found In something interesting. Yes. I, yes. I, uh, I shared it with you um, or tagged you. I don't know if you saw it, but there's a Netflix film, White Noise. Has anybody else seen this? Um, let me read the synopsis. It was filmed Andrews Osborne Academy in Willoughby, Ohio. And the uh, synopsis is college professor and his family's comfortable suburban life is upended when a nearby chemical leak causes airborne, airborne toxic event, releasing noxious black cloud over the region and the family tries to evacuate. Um, just came out like a couple months ago on Netflix. So, and there were people saying well, it's filmed in, near this area. I don't know that part of Ohio, but I found that very interesting and I'll give up my mic, but no, no, no. That's that's fascinating, but I'm saying you have to pay attention. This is I'm I, this is my two cents on this. When things like this happen, you have to sit back and see the narrative, the narrative of the left, the narrative of the right, the narrative of the average person, super confused and demanding answers, the narrative of different pockets of independent journalists or just people with information, and then it comes you know, into full focus. One group is like, oh, we have UFOs and balloons, so don't focus on ecological disasters. The other group is like super eco-disaster. The green people and the Birkenstock wearers will pop out, right? We've got the left totally ignoring it. Like, I, I, no one's talking about it. I thought that they were all about ecology and saving the planet. So it's really bizarre. And then we have the government, the local government's response. And when I say local, I haven't seen anyone from East Palestine literally take a position. You just see a DeWine that's flustered, that's arresting the only national journalist as if this was not supposed to be national news. 
So I guess if they don't want it to be national news, well, arresting someone isn't going to not make it national news. So then you'd be like, so then why would he get him arrested and then released if he didn't want to draw attention to things? Which means they wanted attention to this because that was another distraction. Go ahead, Drew. Tori, I was going to say, you know, DeWine didn't want any part of this, not after the way he handled COVID, because you know, and I know how he handled COVID here. It was, it was terrible, and he looked bad. I mean, it was debatable that he was going to be reelected, and he only got reelected because there wasn't shit there that for choice. So people basically voted for him by proxy, but. Man, DeWine's COVID response was god-awful, and he wanted to distance himself from that more than anything. So this, you know he didn't want this. And well, he, yeah, he, yeah, wait, wait, but DeWine's not going to be governor. In the next few months, we're going to see Houston. That's the only reason why he was reelected, because he's oh, yeah. stepping in. Yeah, and they've been grooming Houston for that, too. My gosh, he's been in every single office. Are you kidding? From Secretary of State, the the um, misinformation and the Isaac stuff and the conic tech that we have. Who do you think made it? It was Houston. Who updated the most recent election laws on how to make sure that it's only specific people that can get on or how we vote or how we order machines? It was Houston. So, you know, it's very short sighted by all media and all these pundits that are supposedly experts, self-proclaimed, I guess, or maybe because people follow them, they're legit. Um to, to say that DeWine won. I mean, President Trump brought him on stage and he was humiliated in Ohio, right? And none of the other ones, which is the head of the Association of Secretary of States or the AG, which is now the head of the Republican AGs, go on stage because they knew exactly how Ohio feels about them. But here's what I want us to look at. Look how fast Aaron Bronkovich got there. Look how many people are something the same. Ecology, ecology, ecology. Then we've got people like UFOs, UFOs, or maybe China. I don't know. Or balloons. I don't know. Look at how many narratives and runs are on the spectrum if you put East Palestine in the middle. It's almost like people are like, we should ignore it. And it's like, no, we could utilize this and amplify it our way into an ecological disaster. So these are observations, and I'd love to hear some comments on that. How do um, we find out who those guys were on the ground, not in uh, full ecological suits? Well, I, 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 fire I, department. I yeah, I couldn't run them through facial recognition because the picture was from, I think, a drone. Um, so it was kind of grainy, uh, but... That's a good observation. I mean, we, we're in Ohio, right? Why isn't anybody in Ohio? What is that little town doing? Do they not care? Because there's farms everywhere between them and Enron, right? The city of Enron. Um, you know, there's a lot find of stuff out, there. Find out who was doing the containment on it. So maybe, maybe call the fire department. Maybe tomorrow, so it's business hours instead of. Well, actually, most of people hours. know railways. Railways have their own police and their own fire department. They don't utilize the cities, so it'll be, you know, Northern Railway if that's their station. It could be Canadian Pacific. That was Norfolk else. and Southern. Sorry. Okay, Norfolk and Southern. Perfect. So it's probably their police if it's that if it's their train depot there because there's a train depot there. Oh, my mom's cousin's husband used to work for them. 
I don't. He's far retired now, but well, it's interesting. I guess if it was an ecological disaster, I mean, what's the solution for an ecological disaster? Would be my question. Well, here's the thing. If it was an ecological disaster and they were scared for people, why did Governor DeWine say if you don't leave your city, you're getting arrested? Well, and they're back in already like three days, three days later. But they were going to arrest people that would stay there. Yeah. And like, okay, I live somewhere that we have hurricanes. They, They can come around and tell you we suggest that you leave but they don't ever threaten to arrest you or forcibly remove you from your home. So yeah, exactly. I'm pointing out a few facts that everyone's missed and I'm seeing a lot of narratives now being formed after, you know, UFOs are happening and people are joking about it when it's actual full fledged war. But the reason that I'm putting this out about Ohio is because people need to know what I did observe in in the past years and the response that we're getting right now from the governor. Get out of your house or else you're getting arrested. You better go back. It's safe. We burned it. It was harmful chemicals, but it's fine now. What was on there? Reporters asked. What was on there? Yeah, they told us, again, look at the speech, and they tell you everything. He didn't say, well, on there was this. They say, oh, that's what they told us. So, uh, feel free, Dwayne, hop in. Oh, while, while we're waiting for uh, Dwayne to speak, man, uh, Tori, I just want to say thank you so much for jumping full on to this story because, um, you know, I knew if you got onto this, it would be amazing because you are relentless and you are a force. And this is our backyard. You know how... I mean, we we we've grown up here. We live here, you know. Yeah, yeah. It's a great it's a great point that you talked about how they burn things up. They didn't have hazmat suits on. I mean, even at a company that has chemicals in a locker, they have to have an MSDS. And so, yes, it makes sense that they know what's on the train. All you got to do is ask. That is a great point. Yeah, it's free. It's public knowledge. Like someone in East Palestine can go down there and get the track warrant. In fact, from the previous point where that train stopped, you can actually look it up and you can go to the previous one and see the track warrant. You can follow the train from origin to end because they have to have track warrants. They're not allowed to pass through anything without a track warrant. If they get caught, it's a federal violation. So You know, no one's talking about the conductor, the engineer, like, where are they? Are they okay? Are they dead? But for me, the biggest kick was how the heck did Erin Brockovich just end up there so quickly? And she's an expert on exactly what happened when we still don't know what was there. Yeah, it seems like. Well, sorry, real quick. Um, I used to work for Hazmat and um, I had my Hazwopper. And I did up in the, I don't know if anybody remembers the Enbridge oil spill up in Michigan. Um, I worked that and I was actually an incident command. And what I did, I did all the uh, manifest reports. Each of those rail cars, if there was a, if there was a chemical in those cars, there should have been a manifest for it. Number two, the the railway should have a copy of that manifest. And then whoever cleaned it up, well, 
the first people that are ever called to a hazmat site is the fire department. So they probably have that. They probably know what that is, you know, have that report. I know the EPA would have the report and they would have to do an air quality test um, before they could allow anybody to come back into the area. And then the EPA, what they will do if there is a soil contamination, they will do perk tests on the soil. And then what they will do is if the soil is contaminated with something that is toxic, they will you they have to take and dig that soil up and bag it and get rid of it. And all that is done with manifests. Everything is documented. Everything is. So those guys that did not have on PPE on site, that right there, that just says, you know, it's a scam. It's an absolute scam. Because so, the question, so here's the question. So if it's a scam and the worst thing someone wants to do is have a Ferguson or an oil spill or something on their hands, why would they be okay with it being called an eco disaster and not tell the truth, right? That's a big deal. It is a big deal. It is a big deal because there's supposed to be, there are reports. I mean, the paperwork is huge on this stuff. If there was an eco disaster, there would be an incident command set up. You would have uh, uh, operation set up. You would have, you know, it's like a pyramid of things. You know, you have, you know, the top, I forget what it's called. It's been so many years. But you have the top guys. Then you have the operations guys, you know. Right. And so, take it, so, so let's take it another step. So if indeed this is an ecological disaster, like many people are calling for it, including Aaron Brockovich, right? Mm -hmm. Then you know, by the state of Ohio not taking action and setting up this uh, satellite command, having the EPA and all these scientists and, you know, kind of having tents set up and doing all this shit. Why aren't they doing that? Why are they okay with a conspiracy of something happen? Right. That is the question people should be asking themselves because they could just be like, well, here's a track warrants. What you, what, you know, what conductors and uh, you know, the, the the engineers have, right? They have track warrants because they're not allowed to move because they have to have everything that's on the manifest that is in the books, right? So they have to have like these chits and they're called track warrants. So then what's the, what? why are they okay with people starting up conspiracies? That's a big deal because a conspiracy is like, you're done. So why are they letting this? And I have 15 minute city, right? Did you, Go ahead. Did you see that the Wall Street Journal was reporting that the axle was on fire miles before the explosion. They can turn it on down there. Oh, I don't know. I didn't see that. I didn't see that. It, it seems very much like the J6 uh, thing where they let everybody run with the fact that it was Antifa mm -hmm. when it was actually the CAA. Well, here, here's the, here's the other interesting thing. Okay. Um, beforehand you know when they were talking about the quote rail worker strike months before the unions were actually pushing for more for, and and i'm not a huge fan of unions right but they were actually pushing for you know more stringent um emergency 
uh, procedures and better precautions. And they were just, you know, shouted down. So uh, it's just funny how those never happened and had those precautions that uh, the unions were calling for in this case, if they were in place, man, the likelihood of this happening would have been greatly reduced. Well, the likelihood, yes. But the question should be, why are, how did Aaron Brockovich just appear? And, you know, in that sense, think about it. If you're the state. Thank you for helping us see this. Yeah, no, if you're the state, I'm the state, right? Let's pretend I'm the state. I am DeWine. And I'm like, yeah, so that's what they told us. I have an awkward press conference. I definitely don't want to draw attention. So I, I arrest the only national reporter. And then there's conspiracy theories about eco, you know, uh, disasters and fish are dead almost instantly, right? Like, because there was a fire. And, you know, suddenly everyone can come back home and it's so deadly that people need to be arrested if they didn't leave in the first place. But same day that they're threatening arrest, they're there with no PPE, right? Or any suit. They should have been in the full garb. And I'm, like, wondering, whose script is this? Because this is insane. Um, what are we missing because people be like, it's a distraction. What, UFOs aren't distracting enough? They've been planting that seed since Trump took office. That, you know, they're here and they're going to come get us because they're not already here, whatever. You know, I want people to start thinking the right way when you see the news because we all get swayed and how they're shifting. Hi, Tori. Um, so it was my, actual aliens. Oh, sorry. That, oh, that's okay. I just wanted to say my brother actually worked at the scene on an unofficial capacity. Um, he definitely saw a lot of things. Um, most of the people on the ground were, um, the, the EPA was there, state troopers from both Ohio and Pennsylvania. He said big wigs came from Harrisburg as well as Columbus for both troopers. He did see, um, game fishing game commission from both PA and Ohio. He spoke to some of them. He also saw, um, game commissioners because they were concerned about animals in the area as well. Um, he saw instantly, um, this was before a lot of reports came out, fish were floating very soon. Um, so he did get a chance to talk to some people. From his understanding, he was told there were three different chemicals that were um, exposed on that train. This is completely unofficial. This was just what he was picking up from being in the area. Um, so there's definitely, he said there was a lot. Did they tell him which three chemicals? Because I noticed that there was an interaction between two chemicals. And that type of interaction that I saw in the plume, he, right, was very yes. specific. That took it yes. down to two possible compounds. And that terrified me. Yes. So, he, he did say, um, and he did mention it. Um, he is a firefighter by trade. Um, and he did say that. Uh, the plume was very um, disturbing to him as well. Um, he could probably name compounds. Um, I could not. I mean, that's information that he has. Uh, but yes, he was also concerned with the chemicals that he had heard. Also, that I don't think any of the cars were marked. Um, usually, when they're federal, thought this. I, I could be wrong. I thought he said when they were federally being transported, they do not have to do a demarcation of the chemicals on them. I don't know if that's true or not. No, that's, that's, that's correct. That's correct. Even I, like I remember um, once when I was in North Dakota, I was uh, with a friend of mine after a meeting in Fargo in some town. Oh, my gosh. I'm trying to remember the town's name. And I was like, damn, you know, 
you know, it's a tank. Like, why doesn't it say, you know, cargo tank? Like the other ones where they had Hummers. And the guy said, when they're government, when they're government cargo, we are not allowed to have the identified markers. They cool. told me that. So that Correct. means that the government had either sanctioned the products that were being brought in, or their U.S. government purchases that we're not supposed to know about. Yes, he works for the state um, now. That's his current job. And he said those trains are known to go through this, our area like this a lot with chemicals on them that are not marked on the cars. Therefore, he knows they have to be um, government um, transportation. Yeah. And, and I'm saying the plume that I saw indicated only, I think it would only be three because I'm constantly watching it. And the last time I did, I saw a third one and I'm like, I don't know, but I know for two for sure, which is highly from identifying the plume. Right. And so I am, I am more concerned in the response as opposed to, I mean, the truth is going to come out like what chemicals, who, what, when, where, but the bottom line is we should be concerned at the response because if we can go and get the track warrants, we're going to see that federal tanks or federal carts and cargo was on there they're not going to tell us what was on there because it's federal so then that has to be subpoenaed and or FOIA'd and if it's a current investigation we're not going to get it anyway the thing we should be paying attention to is the response because if there was and there was an anhydrous ammonia released in the close vicinity or if a tanker was leaking that's another one you would see dead fish you would see wildlife that would be exposed there because you and i can be exposed but if we have just very subtle exposure our lungs won't shrivel up and we won't die but if we have more dense exposure it depends on the type of exposure then more so i'm just bringing one chemical up because i know one of the chemicals that was there was that um there's more speakers um you can cancel you can't cancel the truth um go ahead you've been on for a while i'm sorry i didn't call on you no worry uh it's texan on uh i'm just this is my handle on twitter oh hey i hey. recognize from the avatar yeah the, that the avatar no worries uh, I wanted to piggyback off the uh, the color of flame that you mentioned because uh, I lived in Las Vegas when Petcon blew up, and that uh, rocket fuel, which had ammonia in it and uh, other compounds, I'm not a chemist and I can't tell you what it is or was, uh, but I remember that flame because I saw it on TV for the for a week, and uh, very similar to what we saw in Ohio as well as uh, in Beirut. That they said were all the fireworks. At oh, that same, the, the implosion, the donkey. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah, yeah on well, the, in in the harbor. Uh, that they said yeah. that it had how the fireworks. Same type of colors. So I know chemicals burn different colors. Um, uh -huh. that much. Uh, also, uh, the uh, Aaron Brockovich. I lived in Las Vegas at the same time that she was doing her thing, and uh, you know the whole Vegas Vegas Valley couldn't drink water from Lake Mead. Uh, so there was a company called Sparklets bottled water. So everyone had the little five gallon canister and they bought the water from Sparklets, which is what Aaron Brockovitz exposed. So uh, I can see how they would want to replay that type of narrative. Uh, well, bringing know, her in real quick with killing right, the wildlife and all that, like DuPont back in the seventies and all the things that we've seen over and over again, ecological, make more restraints, more legislation, more bullshit to steal our money in one sense. 
Um, but uh, I'll I'll yield back. No, yeah, no, I I agree, and you know them drawing attention through eco disaster. I'm cool with that as long as the left is on board, but the left isn't even talking about it. And then videos that are on TikTok that were first reports are all being scrubbed, and it's quite fascinating to see what are they hiding. And I'm almost sure if people look at Syria, you know, where we were making memes of the guy smoking a cigarette in a body bag, and they pay attention to explosions and stuff that CNN and all of these people put out and there's so many of them i think you might identify exactly what i'm talking about um sandra you were on and you hopped off you want to go and you want to speak because i've had you on and sure i was just looking at it from another point because i was just trying to do some dig on trank trank conaway the mayor what if they're trying to put pressure on him of some sort and put him under control maybe he's not going along with the program, so to speak, maybe it's something political. I don't know. Just another way to know. look at it. Sandra, that is a great question. And the thing is, it's not even a big place and there are very there, few families. So there, yeah, there, I'm sorry. There was um, someone that had to resign due to adult um, prostitution. I put it in my telegram. I have to go back and look at it. My saved messages but I'm just trying to look at past history of what's been going on there. I know on Long Island, I mean, they're building all the little smart cities around the railroads and stuff like that. But um, yeah, so I'm just trying to look at it at the opposite way. Maybe they want to ruin his career. Maybe he's not going along with stuff. Yeah, but we all know that Cleveland's going to be the first 15-minute city. Right. I live in Cleveland. I'm literally in the heart of the city. <laughs> so, so... You know, that angle, let's bring high-speed rails because we're throwing so much money at it. Oh, my gosh, I think I'm reiterating, and I've just channeled Joe Biden at the State of the Union. But the, the thing is, why burn it? Why claim eco-terror? And what were they hiding? What was on it? And why did Governor DeWine look so nervous? Because, yeah, you'll be upset and nervous when something goes you've seen him how he responded to covid that was one of the biggest shams or his mandates or appointing a pet bar queen so the question is if you go and look at the video he looked terrified almost like he was busted that who was busted dewine yeah he looked like he was busted it's like you caught him with his hand in the cookie jar it's so weird yeah it's I'll like they were transporting a chemical weapon through Ohio and it was thwarted in his state and he knew about it. Possibility. I'll keep digging. Yes. No, that's fantastic, Sandra. Looking at it from that angle is important. I, for me, the teleport of Aaron Brockovich and all... Fentanyl is a weapon of mass destruction. It is. It totally is. I agree. I agree. Oh, I was just going to say, like, with, um, when Sandra was talking about the area, I mean, um, generally, I mean, God, it's such a rural area. Like, Salem, West Salem, when you get, to, you know, past New Philadelphia, when you get to, like, areas out out that way, when you, when you get to somewhere like East Palestine, it's, like, the craziest little, like, one-horse shit town, right? But then if you think about the logistics of it for a second... It's the perfect under the radar place. If you wanted to come in, and like let's say use a, um, a river like the Ohio River 
to basically taint the water supply that would be the perfect point of entry to do so and oh by the way you would get a boon in the fact that right there that is the center of ohio's farming um contributing to the food supply as well everything so you're you're getting like almost a trifecta food water and uh the rest it's just it would be almost undetectable Hmm. Hmm. Or it could be a perfect situation to just dome the whole area up till it's quarantined too. Um, thought crimes. Go ahead. Hi, Tori. Hopefully you're doing okay. I, I just wanted to add um, one thing that I actually stumbled upon in my research about the Union Pacific Railway. Uh, they have no competition. They are 100% state funded, and I wouldn't be surprised if there was any type of collusion there. That's all I have. That's really all I wanted to add. Thank you. Yeah, wait, does Union Pacific own those lines? I don't know if they own those lines because, see, that's another thing people don't know. Railroads are owned. They could be owned by regional ones. So it could be just one mile long and it could be owned by Tory Railway, right? And then I lend it out to uh, the other railway because it flanks me to the south or to the north. And then that conglomerate of all three of us is called the the northern tory suffolk right and you know this is how they operate so it's all about who owns the track where it was running to um there's a lot of facets but again what is it if it's just over the border from pennsylvania um proximal to enron valley and the location between east palestine and enron valley is quite important and uh, we have a governor that looks like he's in a lot of trouble. You caught him with his hand in a cookie jar. We've got a village manager, Mr. McTrusty. The word trust is in there and it makes me a little bit icky. Um, you know, we have a mayor that is kind of like trying to get something done. Uh, we have the people that are like, I don't know what to believe. Do I go home? Do I not go home? But on the other hand, they had no choice because they were going to get arrested, which is weird. And then we have them burning this, and the plume looks very interesting when you compare it to certain footage in certain war zones in Syria that happened a few years ago when you know we were all laughing about the dead guy in the body bag having a cigarette. So there's some, and then Aaron Brockovich is just like teleported there, you know, and everyone's talking about it. There's a lot there, and you know, and again. You know, part of something that I have been looking into for a while, which is this fentanyl stuff, um, which I found interesting when I was investigating it up in the state of North Dakota following the Trail of Tears. And, and, and it's just terrible from the native reservations down to Vegas. One reoccurring theme that I saw was fentanyl. And um, I, I was very impressed that Jeff Sessions had actually somebody at the DOJ must have gotten, you know, my curious, uh, you know, rant on. I think that they're using fentanyl in order to be able to preserve things. Right. Um, very seriously, because he did come to North Dakota in 2018 uh, to announce a big fentanyl bust. And fentanyl, just so you know, is completely different from the one that we get at the hospital or a doctor's office. Right. It's a, a very specific compound, um, can be cheaply done, uh, and it's, it is very potent. And so uh, that has, I think, the burning temperature for uh, fentanyl should be like around 800 degrees, which would warrant burning up things like 
other chemicals. Uh, anyone? Go ahead. Thank you, Tori. I just wanted to just put that out there, and I'll add that to my research. Thank you. My pleasure. You're great at research. Who needs the CIA when we've got citizens willing to just put the pieces together and sit back and watch? I mean, Sandra's probably going to unravel stuff. You are. And it all makes sense. But it's all about the perspective and what we give it. You know, with all these UFOs, I mean, aliens was just the next step. Why not? They gave us, what, dust bowls, murder hornets, freaking COVID, alpha to omega, forced vaccines, not forced, maybe forced, wear your mask, six feet distance, 12, oh, COVID's not over, long COVID, adult death syndrome, people dropping dead while they're standing up, kids are suddenly getting strokes because of, get this, climate change. And now why not give them aliens so that they have no idea if they're coming or going? Makes sense. Yeah, which I think that they're, I, I keep telling people, hey, look, I think blue beams in full swing. Could be, or maybe not, because they wanted us to see that balloon. How many times have you seen a random person post a video on Twitter and within a minute have people, you know, texting them underneath, hey, I'm from Fox, and I use this, hey, I'm from NBC, hey, I'm from this. Like, most of you have posted some amazing content online that's, like, groundbreaking, but you were never, you know, encroached by the mainstream media so quickly and amplified and found among billions of voices. So billions of voices, and they found you. The way they blew it up, too, it got blown up right above me. I live in a city that it got blown up over. And um, the midday, uh, like, it was advertised pretty much that they were about to do it. Um, they shut down uh, communication for, like, 10 minutes before because both of my phones stopped working. And it, literally, I, I was at Costco, and everybody in Costco was outside watching for it to happen. And there were people on the beach with their beach chairs waiting for it to happen. Um, yeah, it was definitely wanted to be seen. Well, I'm not just talking about that. I'm talking about the Chinese balloons, too. They wanted us to see it. They wanted us to see the balloons. They wanted us to see the explosion. Oh, look, we exploded it, so it'll be fine because we're going to burn all the bad shit. Uh, it doesn't matter about the local soil there because most people are stuck in this train town and, you know, only the farming families out there are enjoying themselves and the other people are just working uh you know i'm just rambling on here but you see where i'm going with this there's more to this than anything um marcy can you hear me okay um so i i finally got the speaker to work so i came on um but on the telegram channel i i was going ahead of there and somebody already posted it too you keep bringing up brockovich you know the question would be where was she was she super close? Because she's based out of California, right? So was she super close that she just headed there? Did she have knowledge beforehand to just appear? Like, what the fuck? Like I said, it's almost like she teleported. Yeah. So, you know, that, that makes you go, well, okay. So they planned this and gave her a heads up. I don't know. Anyway, back to no, you. No, 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 no. <laughs> Agreed. Agreed. No, no, no. Uh, go ahead, Luan. I just um, wanted to make a comment. Um, if it is a small town, the county emergency management director should know all the what's going on, and the county supervisor. 
especially if it's a small town, the supervisor probably wouldn't know what to tell and what not to tell if somebody wanted to just ask questions. And another thing, you I don't know if it's near Indian Reservation, but um, just lately I've, I've found out that the Indian Reservations, uh, the Indians are the number one dying from the COVID problems, and they're I haven't heard anybody say that. Uh, it's been blacks, Hispanics. But um, according to some things I've been listening to, it's Indians, number one, number two, blacks, number three, Hispanic. So um, it's to take over their resources. So I just wanted to, you know, I've been having trouble following you. My, I don't know if it's my internet or what's going on, but um, I can't get you on, you know, some things we've been listening to. So I'm glad you started this because I've had, trouble connecting that's interesting that's interesting the connection thing a lot of people are getting it and the thing is you know that's another thing infrastructure internet free for everyone yeah of course it is because the government will now own it and if you're a dissident you won't be able to access the internet because you have to identify yourself and put in your chip so they know it's you using the internet and not some stranger but I digress. And there was only one time that I couldn't get in touch with you. Like, I can't remember if it was two years ago, but I mean, I was down on my face every day just praying. I was like, Lord, please let her be okay. I felt like I was going to have DTs because, you know, I've been following you for so long that you're, you are my news. Man, no. You know what? Who's my news? The people are my news. You think I go to Twitter or the news feeds to see what the news is? I go to your guys' chats where you're having conversations. You guys are the news. If anybody wants to be in the know, they need to be in like the, the, the commentary section of where I blast because you guys put everything there. I don't need to go anywhere else but there because you, we are the news. Um, so it's, it's just pretty insane. Well, I try to, I, I never comment, I never do a thumbs up, I never do anything. I'm just constantly listening, making notes, taking, I jump, you know, I'm just all over the place and all, I, I just can't stand it if I don't know what's going on. So thank you for all you do. And I just want you to know, this is one girl that prays for you all the time. God bless you. And I just saw that someone like compared um, the train, the story, I think it was you that said it, right, Drew? White Noise? Was it White Noise, the movie? It was actually shot in East Palestine. It's about a train that crashes and explodes with toxic fumes and the town has to be evacuated, right? There was and another so gentleman that mentioned it in here that, okay. that mentioned that, but um, yeah, predictive programming on top of all of this. I mean, the, this is a strange consent. thing. Manufactured consent. I'll tell you what, you know, because I Google mapped it. I'm like an hour and 20 minutes from that place. And I'm telling you, I am so tempted to just go down there myself and start knocking doors and talk to residents. I think we should just get a hold of the Mennonites that are around there because that's like Amish town, right? Oh, yeah, they're based. They're based as people, too. That's what's up. And they're like they live off the land. And this is where we get to the bottom of it. Like, you know, oh, man, tomorrow I'm going to be busy trying to fix my cancellation as a human being. So I can't. But um, if I can, I'll actually drive out there myself 
and, um, you know, get firsthand knowledge from the people of East Palestine to tell me, you know, what did you see? What did you hear? Did you smell anything? Because if they smelled something, a very pungent odor, if I'm not, uh, if I'm not mistaken, is um, anhydrous uh, ammonia. So they would be able to smell it because you can smell it, but it doesn't have any color. Yeah, I think I'm going to do the same, man. I'm going to grab uh I'm going to grab my buddy that lives down in Akron. I think me and him will take a quick uh, road trip and go uh, peep it out. Yeah, Sorry. it's a, yeah, go you, ahead. you could you could smell chemical smell um up to almost 15 miles away. Oh, so you how did it smell? Um very like a strong chemical smell. Okay, so is it like chemical smell like I don't know like a like a bug bomb? Or like raid? Are you sniffing raid? Is, does it smell like um, pine saw? Like what were the notes? Sweet, onion, bitter, or um, burning? It, it was more um, from from what I've, I've been told from a lot of people that that were close to it. It was a very just a strong, um, not a bug spray. Uh, it's just a strong burning chemical smell. It, it was a burning type of smell. That, that's all they said. I know that there was a trench dug around the area and whatever they put in a trench could have been the smell because supposedly they blew this up in order to stop from whatever was leaking out from leaking out. Um, the trench was filled with something that could have been the chemical smell that people are smelling as well. So it's hard to tell where that smell I don't know. is coming from. I don't know because if it's like the smell, like have you ever burnt plastic Yes, that's what it smelled like. Okay, so then I'm pretty sure that was anhydrous ammonia. So maybe there was something leaking after the the topple. Um, it's like a, if they were really close, it would have been quite bad. Uh, they would have obviously people that were in proximity would have had issues with um, coughing, um, you know, feeling a burning throat, etc. But um, regardless, the response is interesting. And the fact that it's being obfuscated and telling people that it's vinyl chloride, which is, it can't be. Well, yeah, that's true. And, that's what and I was then, wondering if the, the story that came out six days later from the Wall Street Journal, that uh, an axle was on fire for miles, if that was manufactured to cover something up. Well, like the vinyl chloride thing, I mean, just think about that. That's bad enough because that's a cancer causing agent. Kind of like what they're doing to you, like backpedaling and creating more parts of the story to make it look like what we know is different than what actually happened. I mean, if you burn vinyl chloride along with whatever components were containing it, it still wouldn't give you the plume you saw. Just like fireworks won't give you that kind of explosion. Yeah, that was some otherworldly looking shit. That was crazy ass plume. It's like when you go camping and you buy the uh, chemicals that you can put in the campfire to change the color of the campfire. You know, there's certain, it's just powdered chemicals that change the color purple, green, blue. Yeah, and vinyl chloride doesn't create that kind of plume, even if it interacts with steel or aluminum, which, you know, whatever. I'm just, any metals that would interact with it on fire 
uh, would not cause that color plume. And then, you know, couple the plume not making sense and Aaron Brockovich literally being teleported there. You know, Eco, you've been on. Go ahead. Okay, Eco's not by their phone right now. We'll leave a message at the beep. Hey, Tori. One, I, I'm just going to take this second, and I just want to tell you I'm so glad you're feeling better and been praying and praying and praying for you, for your health, and for your family. And there's, there's one place that I have found a whole lot of hope from with everything that's been going on, and I think we all need, I think, what it's what I call the tornado of bullshit. <laughs> you know, and you can get, we can get so caught up in it that we have to remember to keep our eyes up. And um, there's, on Telegram, there is a, a channel called Prophecies Fulfilled. I don't know if y'all have ever checked that out or not. But it is so cool because it's where the prophets have have shared prophecy and it shows how it's being fulfilled. And I mean, from this train derailment to the F-16s over Michigan today to all kinds of different things um, that has been spoken about, you know, even months, even years before it's even happened. So when looking, you know, when you're when the one lady came on and was talking about you know, I, I've been following you for about three years, and, and I'm, I'm like her. I, when you're not around, it's like there's a, <laughs> there's a major part of my day that is missing when I don't hear from you on Telegram or whatever. It's just like you become a huge part of my family and a huge part of my day. And um, coupled, you know, the information that I received from you and then the information that I received from Prophecies Fulfilled, it all goes so hand in hand. It's unbelievable. It's just so hopeful. And um, I know that we've got, there's so much stuff going on. We can't get caught up in the tornado of bullshit. We got to keep grounded. And, you know, I've, that's just my little blurb. Um that my spirit wanted to share with you and the rest of the game on here. Uh, we just need to really just keep our ourselves concreted in and not get too worried because we got to keep working because that's what we're supposed to do and spread the word and the good word. But uh, we got to keep our eyes up. We got to keep on looking up, y'all. And um, this is going to, it's all going to be okay in the end. So that's all I wanted to say. And uh, Tori, I just love you, and oh, I thank, thank you. you for everything, everything you. that you, you do. Okay, I appreciate you. So, and, and um, thank you. I just wanted to tell you guys. I'll probably on my Telegram share this, but um, I was reading some old research that was done on PVC or vinyl chloride, whatever. Right? Same, same thing. Different. What? Anyway. But there have been extreme studies done on the toxicity of um, combustion products that have uh, vinyl chloride. And that's because they make com combustion products with PVC. And uh, there were um, a lot of findings. 
and conclusions made where they provided a lot of uncertainty in how things, um, you know, behave when on fire. So they have actually tested this on guinea pigs to see, um, you know, if their lung function is not the same way, if the mice being exposed to hydroxychlorine, hydroxychlorine, hydroxychloride, there we go, sorry, hydroxychloride, I'm trying to go off off memory here, um, or PVC um, burning like you combust it, right? It decomposes. And um, they administered things, you know, the, the actual chemicals that were released of the burning, whatever, directly into the lungs of mice. And they found that with PVC, um, if they had 30 minutes of exposure to it and then just hung around for three hours after that, um, they, they, would, they would be able to... Um, get effects faster than those that were getting it for a longer period of time, um, which was bizarre for them. So they were very inconsistent and they would say that it is a sensory irritant, but if it is done through the um, nasal passage, if you, if you get it absorbed, sorry, uh, the gas through non-nasal, if I remember not the nose or the mouth, um, they find that, they wouldn't have as much damage if um, another chemical wasn't. So they said that if you create products that combust things with vinyl chloride, um, hydrochloric acid is more dangerous to you than vinyl chloride because with vinyl chloride, um, you can clear that chemical easier. So then we go to the point of if it was vinyl chloride, then we would not see the things that people are claiming that they're seeing and it would not be as toxic, which um, would make sense is why they're standing without PPE gear because vinyl chloride burnt up, clears really quickly. You know, they were forcing it down lungs and nasal passages and it wasn't that detrimental to the animals. Um, Obviously, their pulmonary performance would drop. But remember, they were like being force breathed, right? So like almost force fed these gases in their noses and faces with a mask, not like out in the open, walking around or in their house with their windows closed, right? So these are highly important details to be paying attention to the conflicting. This has happened. This is this. It is dangerous. Get out of your house, but it's okay. We burnt it. We're not with PPE, but it's only vinyl chloride. And you're like, but PVC is not that detrimental to pulmonary effects. Other chemicals are, which are also um, mentioned in this paper. So I'd love to hear from someone else what their thoughts are. Okay, so crickets. Let's shift gears to China. So. What do you all think about the balloons or unidentified flying objects in Uruguay? Uh, I don't know. I can't speak for anybody else, but I'll tell you what. I know that it feels fishy to me. It feels big time fishy to me. None of this shit feels right. You know, and it's funny, Tori, because I, I, on my YouTube channel, I do a political show and on Sunday nights, I do a paranormal show, kind of a la Coast to Coast. So, 
I'd be one of the first people to say, oh, man, UFOs, you know, could it could it really be happening? But the the journalistic logical side of me says, no, this is BS. Well, I have to I, I have to agree. It sounds a little bit BS. I found the document finally. Um, I'm going to be posting it on Telegram now on vinyl chloride and the research is actually quite old. You know, I, I like old studies. They're so untainted because people were so different. But then the other cool thing is in the something doesn't add up is why are they telling us that the water is safe? You can drink it now. <laughs> like, why would they tell people that? Well, fun fact, and this is why, you know, and I know because you live fairly close to the lake, same as I do. Over here in Lorraine, they've never updated our uh water treatment facilities so there is like mad chlorine in our water like you could taste it when it comes out the tap it's terrible so like everybody up here buys bottled water right but like, I'm you know in east palestine they're telling people oh don't worry your water's fine that's what i was saying um that's the most important thing um mg and natalie have joined us well, the one thing about it is with hazmat work, um, if they dug that trench around the spill area and they put boom in it, um, there may not have been any runoff into the water itself. Now, because they, you know, because they did do the trench and if they did put the boom in there, the boom would have, depending upon the type, it would have sucked any liquid up inside the boom itself. Um, it kind of looks like, at least the stuff that I worked with, looked like a heavy cotton material. And then what they would have to do is, that was like in a sock. And um, so if they put that in there, it would have sucked up the chemical and then they'd have to replace it every so often. They'd have to bag it up that would go in a manifest, they'd replace it, and then, you know, if it is something that could be bad for the water, they would have to dig, they'd have to literally dig that soil up until they probed it down. The EPA, they take these probes and they put it down into the soil for soil samples, and any of that chemical, if there was still chemical in that soil, they would have to dig that up. You know, period, end of story. That's, that's yeah, why. Yeah, we, we know the procedure, right? We right. know what they have to do. What we're saying is, what is it that's really happening? Because, you know, one thing, speaking about water and Ohio River, you know, and all this stuff, we remember that in Dayton, they're supposed to be, they were talking about the semiconductor chip factory. Do you remember that? That, you know, everyone just signed on and it's fine, but it needs like, what is it, like 5 million gallons of water, uh, you know, a day? Or was it 5 billion? I forget. Um, you know, that hasn't been built yet. Speaking of water. Excuse me, Tori. Um, Youngstown News just released an hour ago the other chemicals that were on the train. <clears throat> they were ethylene glyco monobutyl, ether, 
uh, ethylene acrylate, ethylene acrylate, I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right, ethyl acrylate and isobutylene. Those were the other three. <clears throat> They're stating that the ice, uh, the ethyl acrylate is the one that is very wor worrisome, that is a carcinogen that can cause burning and irritation of the skin and eyes, which doesn't make sense because nobody was in the first one, I'm sorry. Can you? Yeah, I'm sorry. I don't know if I'm pronouncing them. No, 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 no. That's fine. That's fine. It, it, ethylene glycol monobutyl ether was the first one. Ethylene glycol monobutyl ether. If you want to look it up, it's on WKBN. No, I, I know what it is. No, no, no. I mean I, the news article. It's on WKBN out of Youngstown. Okay, so they said that is what was there, right? Yes, that was one of them. These were the um, chemicals that they just released. Um, from the EPA, just sent this letter to Norfolk Southern. It's um, releasing the other chemicals that were present that day. Okay, so here's where um, the weird thing is. So if those were indeed the chemicals, I believe, and I am digging it up as we speak, I can't believe you said that, I have a CDC report from like 20 years ago, like specifically on that on ethylene glycol monobutyl ether, uh, ether. Mm -hmm. yeah and ethylene glycol monobutyl ether acetate it's from the u.s department of health and human services and the cdc um i have it um i'm gonna look it up because it's in there and it talks about um the effects because that is something that tickled my um my eyelid and I was looking into it considering the way the plume looked right mm -hmm. so um going through the systems you know the university systems I pulled out this document and I may have saved it because I was like well this is weird because the emergency procedure for something like that was like that you know you get rid of your non-essential personnel this is what I'm, I'm saying when I was reading like the OSHA recommendations right that they were saying uh they have to wear protective equipment um all ignition sources must be removed. So why would you blow it up? Um, and um, they should, you know, be protected against the leaks and blah blah blah. It's it, it was it was it's so bizarre you said it. And I'm, and I'm gonna look uh, more. Uh, someone jump in while I look. Hey Tori, I just posted that uh, news article she's talking about in the uh, the Twitter space link on telegram thank you go ahead Rick. hey tori i'm here oh. this is jo this is john mcgrath oh, okay. uh m with uh mg is monica okay and i heard you say crickets before so and then i thought i heard you say uruguay which again i thought was related to uh another balloon sighting or whatever and i i'm not sure if you're talking about war at all or still strictly on uh Eastern Palestine. We're talking about Eastern. We were talking about the chemicals that they just released, which I'm, I'm just digging up an old CDC document that I have. That's like over 20 years old that I was reading earlier. Not today, but right. yesterday. And I was kind of like, Hmm, that's weird because the plume kind of looks like it would interact like this. But when I was reading it, I was like, well, that's weird. Why would you blow it up? If you're saying that you should have nothing flammable around it, which means it wouldn't have been safe to, explode um and why why were highly sensitive and why were the people that were actually at the scene not you know you know in hazmats it seems well after well after the fact 
things that are happening. I mean, I, I didn't hear all of this, so I don't know how much you've covered already. I was just more interested in NORAD uh, declaring D.C. airspace off limits tomorrow. Oh, yeah, because they're going to protect the president. It's right. And it's business as usual. And, you know, they want to make sure there's no beam me up, Scotty. We're picking up the garbage and taking out the trash kind of thing. Right. And, um, and wouldn't it also uh, lend to that? Uh, they're now potential victims. These people that are creating the false flags in the first place are trying to, you know, re uh, get a, a makeover and say, no, we're, 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 our lives are in threat, you know, because we don't know where these things are coming from. It's just another, it leads up to another false flag, as far as I can see. Like, but a, a bigger false flag. If they're going to say, you know, the, the skies over D.C. are under threat because that's what comes next, right? Oh, agreed. Oh, wait, what's going on here? Do I not have these people on? I'm sorry. Oh, I can't. Um, okay, let me hold on a second. I'm sorry. I'm like trying. Okay, Jennifer, I'm going to just move you so someone else can get in the thing. Give me a sec. Okay. okay. Hey, Maid, go ahead. Hey, Tori. I'm a long-time listener, and I just want to say thank you for teaching us how to think for ourselves and to research and opening our eyes. And I'm glad that you're on a road to recovery, and thank you for hosting this space so I can actually oh. say this to your face. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. I appreciate you. Okay, I found the document, you guys, just now. So it had an experimental exposure to this where they had people in there and they would be able to tell the exposure from peeing because uh, they would see the metabolite um, and what the dangers were. Let me just share that in Telegram quickly so people can see the document because this is like from the CDC. So this isn't like something whatever. Um who else is on here? Who didn't? Who 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 is supposed to be speaking? The pres, the petty, the pretty patriot. I said petty. <laughs> Hi, I just I wanted to Hi. um I wanted to see if you guys heard that that DOD very bizarre impromptu um question. I guess it was I, I guess they had journalists there and they were answering questions, but it was a very bizarre um press conference they 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 were saying conflicting i guess there was a who's the pre the norad guy um i can't think i can't think of his name but you, you had military representation and you had civilian representation there and they were regarding policy they were completely conflicting um the the fact that they didn't they did it over a telephone it was so bizarre. It was like not even on video. Um, Probably in a bunker. It was, just, <laughs> it was just the most bizarre. I mean, in the middle of the Super Bowl, they take this like it was thrown together. Um, and it just all sounded, it was just so strange. I didn't know if anybody else caught it. But they were, um, it was like maybe a 20-minute press conference with the DOD about this stupid whatever they're shooting down and they're so vague they one says that it could be aliens one says that it's definitely not aliens one says that i mean it's like it's thrown together like nobody has a clue what the script is and everybody's just you know willy-nilly i don't know it's crazy well you know the whole alien thing that was a script 
right? Because I, I, I had said it at the State of the Union. I was like, all right, can we just stop? We need aliens, like, right now. Because it seems like this part of the script that they're on right now is dragging out, and they're getting too many things in. You know, a lot of people are kind of, you know, like, I see them, uh, they're just raising money. And it's instead of doing their job. So I was like, let's just skip to the good part because this is the last card you can pull. There's no other card. Like once you go aliens, there's no going back. And right now China joined in on it and you're, (laughs) and it's like the only thing that would cure this is if Putin got a spaceship, you know, looking thing, just like the ones that they're allegedly shooting down. The MTG is like, yeah, you shot something. Show me. Right. (laughs) Which I'm like, yeah, bring it. Let's see. Um, you know, if he got into one of our more advanced, because we have technology you've never even thought could be possible, you know, and he hopped on on TV and then wrote off and says, see, we have UFOs too. Now you see me, boop, and then the thing like totally camouflages. Now you don't. So, you know, that would have been great if, if that actually happened, but that would mitigate the propaganda that we're under right now. Go ahead, Nate. So I just wanted to uh, talk about a couple of, of things that I've been seeing in patterns and w- what I noticed after the drone flew next to where you were um, the balloon decided to traverse from Washington across the states and then got shot down in South Carolina then after that um, we started hearing about uh, you know more of them which there it isn't unusual right we ha- we even have four of them over the United States for ourselves uh, monkey works talks about the, the fact that they're up there all the time. Um, so it's not unusual. What's unusual is the, the height, right? 20,000 feet, you know, to 60 to 80,000 feet. But um, so I had a couple of questions. First, first the questions about Ohio. Ohio train wreck uh, with a whole bunch of chemicals. What happens when all of these chemicals are mixed? Number one, we haven't had answers to any of those. Um, I'm in Pennsylvania, so it's a concern. And, you know, obviously, you know, trying to contact the newly elected governor, he like would rather go to the Super Bowl because, you know, that's more important than making sure that the people in the western part of the United States or in Pennsylvania is is safe. Anyway, uh, that's just the personal gripe. Sorry. Off soapbox. Next topic. Wait, wait, hold on. Hold on. (laughs) You're in Pennsylvania. Let me add to that soapbox. You know, what's interesting, literally derailed after it crossed the border because there's different laws in Commonwealth and different ones in other states. But go ahead. Um, so, uh, what happens when all of those chemicals mix, right? There's, there's obviously going to be a chemical reaction and, um, we haven't heard anything from DEP watershed, like in Pennsylvania, we have a lot of, um, Chesapeake Bay, uh, bridge and water watershed, um, locations. Um, and like, we, where's the DEP and the EPA? Like, where's their announcement? How come, how come the, the, whoever the puppet in charge hasn't even like addressed the nation. Like he, he, his, his staff is too busy tweeting about their agenda. Like, this is, this is, this is concerning. We have a train that's spilling a whole bunch of God knows what into the ecosystem. And then we have these balloons. So what made me connect these pieces together were the, uh, chemicals going up into the, into the atmosphere. And then all of a sudden these balloons are going around. So if the, they were so afraid to shoot the balloon down for some reason, you know, maybe the payload or whatever. But now they're all of a sudden shooting them down everywhere. 
you know, uh, allegedly, because where is the citizen journals, journalists, you know, in these areas, you know, actually filming? Like, normally when something happens, there's a whole bunch of, of, of local people that, you know, live in those areas that, you know, go there and they're videoing it for themselves. And, and then those people are getting contacted by the major news agencies because God forbid that they pay for anybody to go out there to investigate themselves. Anyway, off soapbox again. <laughs> what happens if the chemicals in the balloons, if it's not just helium if uh, in those balloons and it's other types of chemicals interact with the chemicals from the train that, that are, are going up into the atmosphere and ca- carried by the prevailing winds? Will they disseminate? I don't know. I guess I just have too many questions that aren't being answered and it just aggravates me. If anybody here in the audience can answer those questions or has done hazmat that would be that would be fantastic yeah that would be fantastic i'll add a i'll add a smart ass comment it reminds me of the uh, batman movies where uh the the joker uh, mixes all the chemicals and the cosmetics and hairspray and when you mix them all up you turn into him or the scarecrow when he tried to, you know, contaminate the the, the waterworks and aerosolize everything. Combined with Red Dawn. Well, this reminds me of, uh, you know, I'm a Gen Xer. I'm an 80s kid. So this reminds me of G.I. Joe and Cobra. And uh, the the global elite is uh, Cobra with all their harebrained schemes. And they're pulling the strings of all the governments around the world. You know, I used to be a property manager and when there would be something in somebody's apartment or somebody was coughing a lot or, you know, they would come to me with these issues and we've had to call several, um, I, I guess they're air quality testers um, and and they're pretty common. I mean, we just hired one and they came and they tested the air and they told us what was in it. And so, I mean, it, maybe it's silly suggestion but is does anybody out there can they just send somebody on like on our level on our side to go actually test it to see what it actually is well i can tell you something so when i decided to go back to school uh when i got back stateside i declined the tech positions out on the west coast and used um the excuse which was a motivator i guess in some sense too um to go back to school because I felt like this would help me heal from after the death of my father and my brother. Because after, during my last assignments, uh, they both passed away while I was away. Actually, my brother um, passed away two days after my debriefing and um, he was back home in New York. So I was um, in many classes I, you know, obviously I couldn't just walk into graduate school. I had to go through undergrad, but I was taking a, a lot of advanced courses. I actually, at one year, was taking courses at uh, the community college for the things I needed to get my degree, so that way I could pursue the MD, um, the MD PhD course, which was then the MSc PhD course for me. At that point, I had um, interned in many places, and uh, at one point, I was at the College of Pharmacy. Uh, investigating interactions of, you know, specific chemicals with biological properties that we have, such as proteins, and see how we can amplify toxicity or reduce toxicity through uh, finding these interactions. 
And so there was this software that was developed back in the early 2000s, um, and it was fairly new at the time when I interacted with it, which was called Stitch. And basically what Stitch would allow us to do is to pinpoint a protein that your body makes, and then you would be able to create kind of like a mind map of how that protein would interact, like for example, with um, physostigamine or acetylcholine, right, or choline or, um, I don't know, things like ethylene glycol monobutyl ether. So it is a program um, where it's you're also contributing to this database to understand how your body's proteins that you either produce proteins or are pre-existent and innately in your system interact with different chemicals you may come in contact with. Now, originally this was created to see how they can fine-tune medications they already have. For example, for diabetics, can we get something better than the way glucophage right now interacts? Because we think there's a counter-interaction with people that have an affinity of a higher protein like this, they get the shits. Other people don't. So you know, how do we tweak metformin? You know, what is it? What part of metformin is interacting with which protein in your body? And then I'm thinking, you know, we get this chemical released and obviously there's going to be fish dead because there was a big fire to something that shouldn't be burned in the first place and is recommended to have non-flammable materials according to the CDC documents that I shared that are from over 20 years ago. And so then you sit and wonder what kind of proteins would people be producing that would be able to interact with certain gases and cause mass disaster or concern too. So that's another thing I just wanted to throw in the mix when we're talking about it because, you know, I know I have a lot of scientists and medical researchers and geeks like me that sometimes listen to what I say um, because most of them are pretty woke. But if we actually look at databases using biopacks ontology, we might able to be, be able to nail down to see what it is. Almost kind of like how I said the vaccine would be racist to one specific code because it was genetically altering, which now we know is true because it's inserting code for you to make specific proteins. And all proteins in your body interact with external chemicals. This is a biological and biochemical interaction study. So I wanted to throw that in because not a lot of people are talking about this. I kind of feel like this is another moment in 2020, almost like that time that I was talking about hydroxychloroquine before shit hit the fan. So I'm just pointing out a few things and I'm going to give the floor to whoever wants to speak. So you're saying that this could be a test subject on them because they are encouraging people to go to their doctors and get physical exams. Yeah, because they need to see metabolites, they need to see, um, you know, if they have any, you know, if we see that people are like peeing out, I think it's butonic, uh, 
some uh, ooh, it's, it's BA, I think, is the metabolite that you get if you are exposed to. Yeah, I'm trying to remember. It's in the document, though, that I shared. I'm sure you guys will find it. Um, but it's a specific metabolite that you'll pee out. And you know, you're not in a hospital if you're a smoker. And you could say you're not a smoker because you'll be like, yeah, bitches, I don't smoke at work. But they actually do a pee test and blood test on you to check for metabolites. And they're highly specific. So, like, nicotine users will have highly specific metabolites in their urine and blood. And people exposed to specific chemicals and if it is indeed the chemicals they listed would have BA or ABA or BAA I don't remember the the chemical short form it was like a butynox trying to remember the compound but they'll have like a specific um, metabolite Um, any final thoughts well I I just want to ask one more thing with hazmat they know which chemicals can be near each other I wonder if they weren't labeled properly and they didn't want the reporter to see and why wouldn't the uh, fireman have the protective gear on? But I mean, there's specific codes with the hazmat, what can be near another chemical, right? Uh, Yeah, there is, there is. But again, it's not, it's, it's, it's focusing on what we have. And what we do have is pictures of the rail cars that we can identify if there was federal transport that was involved or not, you know, questions about the conductor and the engineer. No one's been talking about the people of the people that were on this derailment. That was really bizarre. And again, we have to look at it in a sense of not just, Oh yeah, our fish are dead or yeah, come back, drink the water. You're allowed to come in. But only a few days ago, you told us that you're going to arrest us if we don't leave. Like what? So these are all, combined and you have to remember even though they say okay we burned it up there's not much here's the research the one thing that we need to look at is maybe look at the databases you know that um, using stitch to see if there are any interactions with those chemicals that are specifically targeting um, people that may have biological interactions I mean it's almost 10 o'clock anyone want to put in some final thoughts um, why, why do we trust that those are the chemicals that are, why do we, tr- why are we trusting them that those are the only chemicals that have been released? I mean, how do we know? That's, that's kind a of, very good question. Yeah, that's kind of what I was trying to get at. <laughs> I mean, like, I mean, that's where I was saying, like, if, if there's some air quality tester out there, you, you I mean, I think it's like you can pay them 75 bucks to go out there and test an area of air, you know, the air in an area and get your own actual test to see what is in the air still. I mean, if they're te- telling you to go back and drink the water, we have the fish or belly up. I mean, I would definitely want to be confirming because, I mean, when did we start trusting them ever? So, like, well, come on, man. It's, uh, you know. I'm from the government. I'm here to help. Right. Like, I mean, it's crazy. Like, we're trusting them. Those are the only, those are the only chemicals. How do we even know? I don't believe you. So it's like almost like you have to do your own homework. So that in these air quality testers are pretty common out there or I mean, anywhere. But I would if I were out there, I would be doing it. <laughs> I'm in Missouri, but if it comes over my way, I'll I'll get I'll catch some air. And <laughs> And one of your other listeners sent me an article saying that that just before this happened, that the the company that let's see what does it say, uh, Rail Industry Civil War era uh, braking system, according to documents by the Lever Ohio, reportedly after it burst before it burst into flames, the company helped kill a federal safety rule aimed at upgrading the rail safety. 
for the industry. Norf Norfolk Southern Train. Hmm. I'll post it in Telegram for you that's, guys. Yeah, that's interesting. Go ahead, Chris, because we're ready to wrap up. Yeah, I just wanted to say thanks. Um, uh, I'm from Missouri as well. Um, but I did want to point out, I don't know if anyone's noticed this or said anything, but uh, Norfolk Southern's website is down. It's inaccessible right now. I think that kind of goes without saying. <laughs> that's because the track warrants are online. And you can actually pull them up with .pdf searches if you know what to look for. Ah, and okay. those websites don't have the security that you need. So you can pretty much crack into the admins of local hubs and get PDFs. So, you know, someone that would know how to do that would already have those documents. And they probably just realized that there's been access from, like, non-attributory channels. But, you know, having said that, I, I go ahead, Drew. Um, well, no, continue, Chris. Anything else you'd like to add? Um, no, I just, um, I was just curious too, if you guys knew who just, who made the decision to light this, this chemical on these chemicals on fire, I feel like that would be, you know, it's, uh, obviously they, they know what's on there and they're trying to cover it up. But, um, if what they're saying, if it really was vinyl, uh, chloride or whatever, then the, the protocol is do not light it on fire, <laughs> like put the fires out around it and get angry and it's highly not flammable too. That's what's weird. Right. But I mean, kind of like someone pointed out, you know, there were like these weird drone sightings. And then I had one right outside in my window, if you want to call it a drone, because it behaved like a DJI. A DJI Chinese drone is what I was told, but it didn't fly like one. Um, right. My wife told me. My yeah, my wife showed me the picture. She's been following you forever. Yeah. Oh, thank you. And I've, I'm your fans. Look at this, guys. We've already solved and have real questions more than the media and people teleporting that are experts in this because you're the news. Um, it's very important to understand that, that all you need is access to that um, information. But another thing. I will, for those that have listened to me and, and those that haven't, you can go to this site, um, Tori said dot com and search in the word pearls find an episode of how india would drop pearls around certain areas to entrap things when they want to do something and the reason i say this is because on friday when the balloon had appeared i was actually on a twitter spaces and we were all conspiring and i kind of conspired and said well i don't think they're going to shoot it down at all they're going to wait till it gets to the atlantic and then there's going to be some form of recon that's going to be very lowly reported. I don't know if I added it, but I knew that would happen. And it's because it's a it's an operation of testing the waters. I think I even wrote that in one of my articles. This is how you pull on the rope to see how much slack you got. And now we have balloons everywhere. You know, back then they tried to do the whole balloon thing and get us on the wagon. Venezuela has one. And it's like, why would you trust anything coming out of Venezuela right now? Uh, so, you know, we have to look at it as a bigger picture. And if we look at the course of the Chinese balloon, time with the fact that we had a derailment at a specific distance, I'm just pointing out some things. And now that we're closing down airspaces and it's not making sense and we're shooting things, but it just so happens that no one has pictures of it. Or do we know what they shot down? We don't even know what it looks like. It could be some birthday balloon with a note on it or, you know, a glass bottle, you know, tied to the end of a helium balloon. We don't know. So you need to be taking the 40,000 foot view where you're just looking at everything while 
in the meantime, we have a Super Bowl going on, changing our national anthem to whatever they wanted to do it, which I find insulting as an American, right? We also have everyone starting to dress like people from the Hunger Games. We've got cancel culture, um, AI in full effect. Like maybe this was like my Twitter punishment. Remember when I published that article on Twitter about child pornography and then I was banned days afterwards? I write this article about AI cancel culture and then I'm canceled a couple days afterwards. We need to be paying attention to all those moves that are being made and everything that is being said. We've got Project Veritas, you know, going after James O'Keefe. We've got people going after Dr. Gold, um, the American frontline doctors um, kind of also going after Dr. Gold. We've got a bunch of spy agencies coming out. We've got, you know, what happened in Turkey, which was bizarre. You know, these are the things we should be looking at. Everything is one big picture. Like, try to make yourself that balloon and look down. And look at the events as heat maps, and maybe things will start to make sense. That would be my two cents. But I'd like to hear from everyone just like a kind of sayonara uh, final thoughts. Go ahead. You know, Tori, I want to just say uh, thank you uh, for the space because um, <clears throat> you were really inspiring to me. And... Uh, you know, it's awesome. You're like a kindred spirit. Like, I love chasing after the truth and everything else. And, man, it's just awesome to uh, to be here. And uh, it's kind of badass that, that uh, you know, we, we, we're just a hop, skip, and a jump down on Nike, right? But um, I, I might take a roadie down there and, and see if I can't uh, get the lay of the land down um, in uh in that area and just uh kind of poke around but um i'll dm you if i do that and uh, i just want to say thanks again and yeah i agree i'm totally taking the logical and reasoned view on most all this stuff which means i'm going to approach it from skeptic you know the plausible and move out towards the implausible when the plausible you know can be eliminated so um i'm kind of looking at it from that aspect and i think we all kind of need to uh, take that approach. And I appreciate the work you do. I mean, thank you. You're outstanding. I appreciate you. And you yeah, know, I appreciate you. Thank you.